In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Jesus is risen. From all of us here at Sunday Setup, we wish you a very happy Easter. As a heads up, you'll notice from Mass this Sunday until Pentecost that both the first and second readings at Mass will be taken from the New Testament. And our first reading this weekend is from the same scene as the second reading for the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord. It's when Peter visits the house of Cornelius in the Acts of the Apostles. Cornelius invites him in and says, Hey, you, Peter, tell me about Jesus. And that's what Peter does. He speaks about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. Yet in our excerpt of Peter's preaching to Cornelius, we have a curious phrase. Peter says the following, They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. What does he mean by this? Why doesn't Peter just say they put him to death by crucifying him? Well, the phrase hanging him on a tree alludes to a verse from the book of Deuteronomy. There it says, If a man guilty of a capital offense is put to death and you hang him on a tree, his corpse shall not remain on the tree overnight. You must bury it the same day. And this we see take place with Jesus' body as it is placed in the tomb. Our second reading comes from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians. Here, St. Paul is acknowledging and speaking to an experience of every Christian, the pull of a former way of life. A good part of the Christians in Colossae receiving this letter from St. Paul would have been raised as pagans, and this is what causes him to exhort them to think of what is above, not of what is on earth. St. Paul continues with very metaphorical language, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. With this metaphorical language, for you have died, he's speaking of their baptism. Also, pay attention to how in this rather small excerpt, St. Paul uses the phrase with Christ three times. You were raised with Christ, your life is hidden with Christ, and you too will appear with him in glory. But check this out. Those three with Christ phrases progress from past tense to present tense to future tense. Were raised with Christ, is hidden with Christ, and will appear with him in glory. All of this brings us to the gospel. Although other options may be used at the discretion of the priest, our gospel on Easter Sunday morning, regardless of the year, is St. John's account of the empty tomb. Of note is that, even though Mary Magdalene is the first to witness the empty tomb in this gospel account, we have to remember that, in Jewish eyes, the testimony of a woman did not hold weight. According to the book of Deuteronomy, however, the testimony of at least two male witnesses did hold weight. And so we see two male witnesses, Simon Peter and the beloved disciple, run to the tomb to verify Mary's news. Yet the most helpful background information for our gospel is that grave robbing was quite common at Jesus' time. It was a rather lucrative industry since many were buried with at least some personal belongings. Now, in and around Jerusalem, people wouldn't have been buried with quite the same amount of stuff as we see in the pyramids in Egypt, but still, there was treasure to be had for those who robbed graves. In fact, a couple decades after the death and resurrection of Jesus, the Roman Emperor Claudius decreed that anyone caught destroying or robbing a tomb would warrant capital punishment. We bring this background about grave robbing to St. John's account of Easter morning. Mary Magdalene arrives at the tomb and her first thought is, someone has taken Jesus' body. He's been stolen. Look at what she says to Simon Peter and then to the beloved disciple. They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. 
Now, a common response to the early Christians by non-believers would have been what we call the stolen body hypothesis. And the title speaks for itself, right? It's, it's a claim that Jesus didn't actually rise from the dead because someone stole his body. And yet, an important detail in St. John's account illustrates that this is not the case. When Simon Peter and the beloved disciple enter the tomb, they see the burial cloths still remaining there, which triggers some alarm bells against the stolen body hypothesis. If robbers really did take Jesus' body, why did they leave the burial cloths there? Furthermore, we're told that the cloth that covered his head is rolled up in a separate place. Why would robbers not only leave the burial cloths, but then take the time to roll up the cloth covering the head in a separate place? The details are meant to counter the stolen body hypothesis. So that's it. That's your Sunday set up for Easter Sunday. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.